Hi, this is JD. You're listening to Verbally Challenged. I, I thought it was gonna suck, and it was it was kind of throwback to to like more Attitude Era stuff, or even like ECW stuff, like when they would brawl in the in the crowd. Like mm-hmm. it was it wasn't just it wasn't really there weren't a lot of moves like you were saying. It was more just kind of beating each other up or trying to beat each other up. The only thing was that these guys are both old, and Undertaker especially, like he was breathing heavy. That yeah, whole match, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, boy, I, I, I don't want to see him like that because I, I like seeing him in his prime, <laughs> and that's still how he is in my head." But like, he was, he was mouth breathing hard the yeah. whole time. And it's, it's one of those like, like you know, in, in any MMA match or whatever, or even a boxing match, they, they spit out that mouth guard because they need to, they need to suck that air in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's all I could think of was like, "Oh man, this poor guy, he must be getting paid so much money in order to do this because he shouldn't be doing this." <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hurricane BX here, and welcome back to Verbally Challenged. I'm here with my podcast partner when we do these wrestling shows from the Cool Table Network show building up to it. Paul C., welcome back. What's going what's on? What's up? What's up? What's happening? You ready to talk about some uh, Super Showdown? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Super <laughs> Showdown, or, or some may have called it Super House Showdown. <laughs> I thought That's that was accurate. Cool. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what? I think uh, it, it can be argued either way. Greatest Royal Rumble definitely had that feel back like in april because there wasn't really any kind of ramifications for that show it was just kind of like a like a second wrestlemania like type event three weeks after wrestlemania you know even though it's cool to see a show like that but uh just it didn't really have any kind of impact on the storylines but i think this show did a good job with continuing um the storylines that we usually see on raw and smackdown each week so that was the the big difference here for me yeah it's uh, definitely it was it was a surprisingly enjoyable show and it had it had some more stakes than I than I was expecting, um, though overall it wasn't like every match had some huge ramifications like you were saying. But there were there there were some some notable things that happened, so that's pretty cool. Yep, yep, yeah, and I, I think it was just only a couple of matches in particular. The rest it did follow a pretty much a basic house show format, and um, it was actually promoted like that because uh, the show took place in australia so it was touted as the the biggest ever live event in australia and the biggest ever broadcast um from australia i think the first time ever that they would been uh that they broadcasted from that country so Dude, i will yeah. say that that place was packed man they had so many people there and that was that's i mean it was awesome to see how many people were there and showed up yeah, so it, it was like another WrestleMania-like atmosphere with the show taking place in the stadium, and the attendance was being touted as over seventy thousand people. So that is pretty impressive. Yeah, that's crazy. Have you been to um to an event that was in a like an outdoor stadium like that? Yeah, I, I went to um, WrestleMania twenty nine when The Rock fought uh, John Cena, like in the rematch, and uh, John Cena won the uh, the title from The Rock. Uh, yeah, so that's the that's the first stadium show, the first and only stadium show I've been to for WWE. Like, how does how is the is is it different? Like to 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 have the open like to have it completely open like that in the middle? Like, does it feel different? Because you've been to a lot of shows in general, and I'm I'm used to 
all the ones that are obviously enclosed with by a ceiling at some point. So I figure that like the sound is different. Everything has got to be different when it's when it's all open like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it was cold just because you know when WrestleMania <laughs> takes place, and you know here in the Northeast, it's a uh, it's still cold in the the March and April uh, months. So that was the thing. You know, it's kind of chilly up there in the seats, and of course, being so high up and the stadium being so big, you know, the ring just looks so tiny. So you're not really um, enjoying the in ring action like you normally would if you know you were say like in a madison square garden or something like that um but they have the big screens everywhere so you could kind of see that and uh the the experience is more just kind of like being there and being with the fans and uh the sound is definitely different because there's so many people so if you're there in person um just through the experience it does sound like big and loud and everybody's excited which is a like a good thing but you know when you do watch shows like this um like on pay-per-view or the wwe network um you know the sound is different like the fans are there and they're making noise but since it's an open stadium the noise just rises up so it almost you know on the broadcast almost sounds like the fans aren't making as much noise or they're not as into it um as you might think because you know the the stadium is not enclosed so you just don't get the sound like you would normally in a a normal arena so you know those are the differences that makes sense yeah, so uh but the fans seem to be pretty pumped here. Uh lots of fans there, like I said, over seventy thousand people. The show took place on October sixth, uh from the Melbourne Cricket Ground in Melbourne, Australia. Uh it aired live on the WWE network at five AM Eastern, which is a <laughs> unusual start time uh here in the US, but you know, due to the time difference, of course, and uh in Australia. So uh, it's funny because I, I, I thought that it was actually going to air later than that. Um, I was thinking like normal, you know, pay-per-view time at 8 p.m. And um, so when I got up in the morning and that was uh, the same day as NJCC, uh, you know, New York Comic Con, the day I was going. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like I got up and um, it was like around 7, 7.30 in the morning and I got the alert on my phone getting like a result from one of the matches. And I'm like, holy shit, it's on right now. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I turned on the network and um I caught the show halfway through uh, nice. during the during the live stream. So, uh, but yeah, it was cool. And uh, there were ten matches total on the show, and uh, the first one up was for the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. So that's the New Day champions defending against the Bar, Sheamus and Cesaro. So uh, I got my thoughts. But uh, what do you think about this match? Probably uh, not my favorite. Or I shouldn't say that. that. That makes it sound negative. One of my favorite matches on the card um definitely but probably not my number one but but definitely in like the top two or three um but i mean you you got two great teams there that like new day always put on a great show and the bar are great and like like cesaro is one of my one of my favorite ww wrestlers um on the roster currently so mm-hmm. like they that, that that dude can work man cesaro is great and um and the the four of them or I guess five if you count Biggie in general, but like this, the, the between the bar and the new day, like they, they got great chemistry together. And this was a really fun match to watch a lot of cool spots and they did a good job keeping it all high action, high activity. Uh, and, and yeah, definitely a good match. Yeah, I agree. Um, Davies guys have wrestled each other, you know, plenty of times before when they were on the raw brand. Um, I think actually the bar were the ones to unseat the new day, like when they had their, um, yeah, record-breaking title reign with the tag team championships on Raw. So, you know, the the teams are very familiar with each other. The match was, you know, nice back and forth. You know, the, the bar basically, you know, taking control and, and holding it down. 
um, you know, setting it up for the New Day to make their comeback and stuff. And of course, you know, the New Day is just a popular team and uh, the crowd. I think it was a, a good way to start the show and kick off the show and get like the crowd excited um yeah, even definitely. though you know, you know yeah like a, it's a title match and you know it's like okay it's a title match um and uh but you know we've seen the match before but it was definitely enjoyable like i agree with you i think you guys worked hard as they always do um you know nothing super spectacular but uh but just the chemistry between the teams is evident and uh i kind of like the way they um they wrapped up the match, you know, when Kofi hit the uh, Trouble in Paradise, I think on Sheamus on the outside, and they did like a little, uh, like a backstabber um, foot stop, like combo. Yeah, uh, that was that was pretty cool. Like, have they done that before? I haven't I, seen that combination before. I don't yeah, think. I'm not sure, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, like, I, like, I don't want to say, like, I tune out during New Day matches. Well, but <laughs> you know, when you're watching these shows, you get distracted. You're on your phone. Um, oh, sure. But sometimes you can miss things, but that's the first time I could kind of remember seeing that as far as I remember. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. I hope they keep it going because I, I thought that was a, a really cool combination. And, and maybe it's like that's their combination. Like when it's, when it's the two of them, that's kind of their finisher. And then because mm-hmm. obviously uh, like the, like there's up, up, down, down. There's all the other the other moves that they have for different combinations of, of the three of them in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope they, do, they keep doing this. And I don't know what they'll call it, but I'm I'm looking forward to whatever name they get. Assuming it's some sort of like video game reference or something like that again, because <laughs> I think they're all very creative names. I, I like how I like when they do it. Obviously, all that's all Xavier Woods doing all that, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, that dude's real creative. Um, I'm gonna actually now look look and check to see if that's an available move in uh, WWE 2K19. You know what I'm saying? Well, this didn't it just come out? Yeah, it came out. Uh, I, I had pre-ordered the digital deluxe edition, so like I was able to get it from uh, last Friday. But it officially came out on uh, Tuesday. Nice. Have you played it? Do you like it? Yeah, yeah, I'm liking it. It's very, you know, familiar. You know, with if you know you've played those games before, um, the formula doesn't change much, but the the tweaks and updates, um, it, it's really really nice. Uh, they've put a lot of focus on the money in the bank. Uh, aspect of the game because uh, it, it, they had that that in the universe mode before, but now they added it to exhibition. You could you know assign it to a superstar and have them or the AI um, could cash in. Uh, like on the champions and then you could do that both in exhibition and in universe mode so it, it sets up some some pretty cool spots uh you could you could set up an uh, announcement you know beforehand and then have a straight up one-on-one match you could cash in during the middle of the match like rollins did at wrestlemania to make it a triple threat or immediately like after the match like a champion is in it gives you a window to hit the button and uh you know, the person will come and cash in after the match, you know, usually when the wrestler is all exhausted and you can yeah. get the easy win, you know, so it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, in general, I don't, I don't play those cause, um, my, the, my preferred style of wrestling game is more arcade like as opposed to more simulation. Okay. So, so like the, the N64 game is still probably my favorite. Oh, I love it. like, and WCW NWO Revenge or, mm-hmm. or, um, the, like, like those, those are just or WrestleMania 2000 or whatever. Like those are just so much fun. And then they're not, they're, they're not the most accurate or, or whatever, but they're just, a, they're just so much fun to actually play. Yeah, and I think that uh, was the WWE Superstars or whatever. I think uh, that came out in like I don't know 2006 ish, something like that, where mm-hmm. they're all like exaggerated, almost caricature style bodies, and then yeah, they, like their yeah. finishers are like these these crazy over the top finishers, like. Uh, 
I don't know, like it's like a like a double backflip. They, they, yeah. they add like backflips <laughs> to it. Like those are I, I like those. They're just crazy fun, but but really just enjoyable, just to be crazy. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, that was uh the that look that you were describing. I remember that from Legends of Wrestling, and then they did. I think you're right. It was called WWE Superstars, and um yeah, like if you were doing the like the rock bottom, the rock was yeah. He did like a you know a triple flip in the air before yeah, he slammed yeah. you down and almost like a M- nba jam like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah very similar or even like uh like def jam fight for new york like those kind of oh, games Lord, I, I love, love, that. I love that those games so that was much. so good yeah but like, rem- like their finishers were so over the top i loved it like it's crazy <laughs> those def jam games were so cool because um they kept you know that engine um, yeah, know, but of course, just threw it on the rappers and stuff like that. It was it was a very interesting concept. I enjoyed both of the the games that came out. Uh, I wonder if they've remastered those because I would buy those like for the PS4. I would, I would totally buy that. <laughs> I would, I would. That's a good question. I've never seen them, but I'll I'll look it up just to be sure. You know. <laughs> So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, the next matchup was uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Charlotte Flair was challenging the champion, Becky Lynch. So this is a continuation of the feud that, you know, kicked off at SummerSlam when Becky attacked Charlotte. And uh, Becky won the title. I forget that the pay-per-view was Hell in a Cell. Uh, yeah, I think she so. won the title. And uh, so this was a continuation and uh, I thought this was a good match, a uh, pretty even match, I think, you know, making, you know, both of the competitors look good, uh, you know, not trying to, you know, make any of the any anyone outshine the other too much. Um, you know, I think with the intention to try to continue the feud and uh, and apparently it looks like they're they're going in that direction because uh, despite the, you know, very physical high action, I felt these ladies brought. Um, they ended the match in a disqualification. <laughs> so uh, what did you think about this one? Well, that was my only real issue with it is that it kind of went nowhere. And I and I think the reason for that is because they, they had planned on doing something big at, at Evolution. And kind of when you when, when that's going to be the actual culmination, like having that, that's where this is very much. Um, how like super house showdown or whatever like they, yeah. like is, is is that kind of thing where they're 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 not gonna they weren't gonna do the big payoff here so this kind of almost seemed filler ish it was a good match and I, and I, I think those two are great I have great chemistry together um, and I love that 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 they're they're keeping the belt on Becky at, mm. at least extended for a while so I think it's I think it's cool and I, and I like some of the things they did. Um, but um, have you seen SmackDown this week at all? Did you watch their match at SmackDown? Um, I did not, not yet. Like, Actually, like I, one, <laughs> it was a great match on SmackDown. I think a better match on SmackDown than they had at Super Showdown. Unfortunately, um, even though like it's it's one of those that now like having seen both, mm-hmm. the SmackDown one definitely better. But at the time, like the the one at Super Showdown was still a good match. It was it was a it was a, fu- a fun match. Um, I kind of wish they didn't paint Becky so much as the heel. Like they're yeah. they're obviously going like they're she's trying to go overboard. The heel. Yep, yeah. they're trying to go overboard with it to maybe try to get the fans to boo her, but it's not working. Like you know, the yeah. fans are just too into her. Yeah, let her let her keep the like it's like they they've gone past the the kind of anti-hero thing and they're, they're really just trying to push her as a heel. When I think they, that she obviously is so over that she should just be your Stone Cold, your 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 whatever. They're just like you kind of. Even like The Rock or whatever, this just doesn't it doesn't have to be the 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 Ronda Rousey smiley like like uh, superstar, the Bailey smiley superstar. Like she can be a badass and still be over as a as a face. Like, like she doesn't have to be 
a bad guy, like the like the, the villain, in order to be in order to be a badass. Exactly. I think that's exactly. the only real thing I don't like about this push. And I thought that they were actually going to do the double turn at one point mm-hmm. uh, in the match when when like they were kind of still chasing after each other after the match was over and stuff like that. But but mm-hmm. they didn't unfortunately <laughs> yeah no they did not and uh yeah and, and i think i agree with you they um you know of course we're intending to to continue this so we got the dq they did follow this up on smackdown um i didn't watch smackdown proper but actually you know i caught it on wrestling reality you know the the short clips yeah. um that could like, take you through the show so i did see the highlights of the match and it did look very good and physical um and that ended in a double count out right so of course mm-hmm. Again, you know, giving them the opportunity to to continue the feud uh, moving forward, and I'm sure they're gonna do something probably pretty big at Evolution. If probably like just another one on one for the women's championship with some. Oh, didn't they announce the stipulation? Yeah. Last woman standing. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Exactly. yeah so. so it should be good. I think they're they're building that up really well. Like they're do like they they they've had the right finishes to each of the matches leading up to that. That. Yeah, last woman standing. That's perfect. That's the mm-hmm. that's the right stipulation. Um, I would have liked to have kind of a a submission match in there to kind of because because they obviously they, they they tend to kind of pitch their matches as the disarmor versus the figure eight. So yeah. they might as well do just um, a submission match. But mm-hmm. short of doing that, um, I think like they, it's it's gotten so physical lately that I think the the, the last woman standing is a is a, a good stipulation for that match. It's a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, and that's gonna guarantee a winner right there. So we're gonna see where they go if they'll, you know, continue the Becky Lynch, you know, title push, or if they're gonna give it back to Charlotte and you know, and try to build towards maybe a, a WrestleMania match with Ronda or whatnot. Because I almost still feel like that's the direction like that they're going. It's gonna yeah, be Charlotte I think that's I think that's the goal that they want to do, and and I can see it. It makes sense. Like you have. Yeah, it makes sense that Ronda go up against. Obviously, they're they're pushing Charlotte to be. She's legacy. She's a flair. Like they're yep. pushing for her to be the face of uh, the women on SmackDown. So I can see them doing it. Though I think that would be a shame because I mean Becky Lynch is great, and I was never as excited about her as everyone else was when she first got the call. Um, but like, I think. She- She's really put her work in, and she's 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 great now. Like she really, really is really good, and her character work is great. Um, I, I think uh, I think she deserves to have as long a run as she can with this. But I think that the long term plans, like the, the, the knowing where they want to go with with WrestleMania and all that kind of stuff, uh, I, I think that's going to probably throw a wrench in things. Yeah, yeah, sooner or later, you know. Yeah. So either way, good good for them. It was good. It was a good match. Just it just. Overshadowed now, overshadowed now, having seen the better one that followed it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's almost like, damn, like, what's the point? Like, if they're just going to give it to you, like, imagine, like, if you had to pay for this, like, back in the day pay per views, and then they, they do what they usually do. And right after the pay per view, they give you the match you just paid for on free TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah <that's> true. <laughs> so, yeah, but a good match. So, the, yeah. the, the next one up was a tag team match, the team of John Cena returning here for the first time since the greatest royal rumble and bobby lashley against the team of kevin owens and elias a nice quick quirky little new pairing that they've been doing on raw um so they started uh off with elias uh, with kevin owens in the ring of course trying to draw some heat for the match and they're great and, uh, they're, they're great together like they're, yeah. they're both so good at their characters that like it's just very entertaining always entertaining when those two are there 
Yeah, yeah, definitely some chemistry uh, between the two. And it's unfortunate, like we know, like if you've watched Raw, you know, like what the follow up was here. Maybe we'll get into it after we uh, break down the match. Um, but this one uh, wasn't anything special. And I think uh, another reason why you could almost call it, yeah, like typical kind of like house show match, you know, with almost no consequences. Um, you know, Leo Rush wasn't with Bobby Lashley. So, you know, that's the pairing you've been seeing, you know, recently on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and it's too bad, too, because I've, I've, I love Leo Rush in his roles. He cracks me up. <laughs> yep, yep. So I guess he, you know, couldn't make the trip for whatever reason. I think they actually did mention that on commentary. Uh, Cena, you know, had a little bit of a somewhat of a new look. He's a lot leaner and he had a, a kind of like a new dude. Yeah, exactly. The, a lot of memes being made of showing him looking almost like a, a new JBL, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but the match was um, it was basic, a pretty basic match. Um, you know, what I'm saying with the, uh, basically with the heels taking control and uh, beating down Bobby Lashley. Uh, of course, setting up you know the hot tag for Cena yeah. to come in and clean house with the victory. He uh, debuted a sixth move with Doom, which turned out to be a. I guess like a punch, right? I guess like a, a like, punch to the face. It basically, like, what do they call it? Like the lightning fist or something like that? Like, yeah. it's, it's something, but it's, the, it's like the lamest move ever, which I think is hilarious. It's 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 such a meta like thing. It's such mm-hmm. an thing that I think it's awesome. Like it's basically, <laughs> he like he like gets all super sane and like crosses his arms. Just, gives, just, just a back fist to the face. And yeah. that's it. But <laughs> they sell it like it's this huge, powerful move. And I think it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, well, I think what also helped is um, just to just to not make it seem like what he beat him with a punch is that, you know, he hit all basically his entire, you know, his comeback, you know, spot. Yeah. You know, shoulder tackle, shoulder tackle, back body drop, you know, five knuckle shuffle. And he hit him with the attitude adjustment right before that that punch to the face. So, uh, yeah, I think it's just the, everything about it, about that move. Like, the, obviously, the, the the only things about this match basically are John Cena's hair and his his sixth move of doom. Right. That's everything else is mm-hmm. kind of throwaway. Mm-hmm. Um, but like all the buildup that they've done for this move. Like if you watch any of the, uh, like the, the WWE YouTube videos or any of the WW.com like videos that they do, like everything about this was that like, Oh, he's been training this move and work with Jackie Chan and the stunt team. And he's <laughs> developed this move. He found out from them, but I'm not going to show it to you now. And then like, they've had things where like, they, they have like house house show footage from 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 matches in China or whatever that what he's doing mm-hmm. he's been like warming it up and and practicing it so they've built up all this hype and it's <laughs> it's great that it's just this this totally lame move but it's such a wonderful like he's totally in on it like he even has like that that smirk on his face basically as yeah. he went through the whole thing that like yeah I know what I'm doing and he's even on like I think he was on the Today Show. Like yeah. this, this this week sometime, and then he saw that like all the memes that were going through about his hair, yeah. everyone making fun of him for it. He's like, you know what? I'm just I'm gonna keep it now. I was just gonna just have this hair for I had the hair for a roll. I was gonna sh- I was gonna shave it and cut it off after that, but I'm gonna keep it now because everyone hates it. <laughs> yep, yep. I saw I saw that I saw that clip on the Today Show and stuff, and it's funny, man. Funny. Uh, yeah. So that was it. You know, this match was just basically to see Cena. You know, what I'm saying. Um, you know, he got it in spots real quick, and you know, got the one, two, three on Elias. Uh, like you said, everything else was throwaway. Um, and again, the meta, you know, punch to the face. You know, it's kind of like that, just tongue in cheek, you know, fun yeah. that you could have in this type of business. You know, and if you take it seriously, you're gonna be like, ah, oh, that's that's bullshit and it sucks. But if you're able to just kind of take it for the entertainment and what it's yeah, exactly. You, you ha- just it's have for wrestling. It's it's, it's the uh, the tongue and death grip, the 
the mandible claw. It's all <laughs> these ridiculous things that, that obviously couldn't do anything to anyone. But within the context of a, of a pro wrestling show, it's great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right, moving right along. We had another tag team match. This one was uh, with the women of SmackDown, Asuka and Naomi teaming up against the Iconics, who are uh, making their return here to their hometown in Melbourne, Australia. They're Australian. So um, they cut a babyface promo on the way down to the ring. I was almost half expecting them to kind of turn on the crowd, but they didn't do it. You know, they were just so. I was expecting that too. Like, that's that's their whole, that's their shtick is is, is that. (laughs) Yep. But they didn't do it because they didn't. They're home. They were home. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They they, they legitimately seemed happy to be there and to be able to do this. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, again, like, as we say, this is kind of like just, you know, it's a live event. It's a WrestleMania like atmosphere, you know, but um, the pageantry wasn't all there. Like, you know, your entrances were getting kind of cut off, like, while, you know, superstars were still walking down the ramp like it uh it wasn't like all the bells and whistles like you would get out of wrestlemania it was just kind of how big the arena was and the amount of people and um and, yeah, and the, the general Rusev didn't come out in the tank here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but uh cool for a couple of the talents to uh you know especially the hometown girls here to you know after you know busting their ass and doing what they got to do and almost uh unlikely uh you know having a career here and, and coming up they these girls don't get much on smackdown but um but whenever they do kind of get a chance to shine i do think they do a good job and, i like them yeah i, I totally yeah. agree with you like they're they're they don't have the the level of ability as some of the other the other like women wrestlers on smackdown but like mm-hmm. they have presence they, they exactly have presence. They, they got the character worked out pat like yep. they're great they're a great heel tag team and mm-hmm. uh, and they they do their shtick really really well and when they do wrestle they they're good in the ring they they're not as great as some of the others but like they they they're they certainly do an adequate job um in the ring and you add that to the their character work like they're mm-hmm. they're, they're fun to watch i like them Yep, exactly. They they definitely like hold it down. Uh, definitely good hands to have as far as um you know uh you know in a women's division. So that's uh that's pretty good. This match here though, um they didn't really have a lot of time to work. I think they only went like maybe just over five minutes. Um and the hometown girls almost got this uh, surprise win. I would almost say it's an upset because you know Oscar with the the undefeated streak that she had. And, you know Naomi is a former you know SmackDown Women's Champion. Yeah. So uh, you know almost not unexpected. You know the these girls getting the win in their hometown. Uh, but sometimes you know WWE jobs. You know the hometown. You know wrestlers. They've been doing know. that a lot lately. So I was surprised that they won. Like that, and, and I'm I'm very happy that they did. Um. Because, because yeah, they they normally, as of late, they like people have not been winning in their hometown. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought it was pretty cool that they did win, and they seemed legitimately excited and happy that they that they were they they let them win, like or not let them win, but they were afforded the win or whatever you want to call that. Yeah. I, think yeah. that's, I think it was really cool and, and a pretty sweet moment. So uh, so so I'm very happy for them. And yeah. Uh, the crowd was into it and you know the way they embraced afterwards yeah. and all that you could tell just that they were very very happy to be there and then thankful you know so yeah. almost breaking character in a way which again sometimes they do on on house shows because uh you know usually the cameras aren't rolling and um it's a little bit more of a relaxed atmosphere so kind of cool to see that here. yeah that's true they didn't have to, to keep with their heel stick they were able to legitimately be excited that they won and i guess because they don't 
always win. They don't usually win. I think actually on SmackDown, not not as a as a tag team. So mm-hmm. like their their finisher is actually pretty cool. Like their their tag team finisher, the uh, the sick knee from Sydney, I think is a great name. <laughs> and I and I think that it, like it's 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 pretty cool. It's it's pretty cool setup. You don't normally see it. So I was I thought it was pretty fresh and exciting actually. Yeah, and again, I think it's just a problem we've spoken about before on past shows. Just SmackDown uh, is only two hours, and and they just seem to rotate their roster a lot. So you know, some weeks you see these girls, some weeks you don't see them. So you just don't get the consistency there with storylines, and and they haven't really been featured in any kind of like meaningful or major storylines like lately. So uh, yeah. just again, uh, like we said, house show like atmosphere. You know, they're in Australia, so they put them on the card here, but always good hands. You know, short match but you know decent for what it was they kind of had to rush through it and and get it in um but as we you know you said uh they are definitely decent in the ring and their character work is always uh excellent so you know i'm happy for them to get their win here in their hometown yeah, definitely happy for them and again because we are considering it kind of a house show i'm cool with the fact that they won if this was like a real like pay-per-view mm-hmm. i'd be mad that it was at the expense of Asuka and Naomi, because poor Asuka has like they they they've done nothing with they've her. And she, her. They've exactly. Her. She was the, she was the most dominant like female wrestler in NXT and huge in Japan and, and all in in the Indies everywhere. And then again, like you said, Naomi was she was champion. She's women's champion for a long time. Mm-hmm. And like to, both of them to job out to the to the Iconics would have been ridiculous <laughs> on a real show. But but for this, because if we look at it as a kind of as, as a glorified house show, I'm very happy with how it went. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. And they got the pin on Naomi. So it kind of somewhat protects Asuka. But, you know, they're still on the losing end. So. Exactly. No, I, if, if that meant that they were going to do something with Asuka, then cool. I, I'm pretty sure they're still not going to do anything with her. Exactly. Exactly. So this was a, it could almost another throwaway unless they do plan on continuing this feud some way somehow on future SmackDown. So I, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, the next matchup, uh, really good. Just probably one of the best ones on the card. Again, continuing uh, from the match they had at SummerSlam and that Hell in the Cell. This was for the WWE Championship. The champion AJ Styles once again defending against Samoa Joe. Uh, I think this was one of the longer matches on the card as well. Um, so these guys, again, were given time to tell a story, very physical. Uh, I liked the brawl that kind of started the matchup, you know, when AJ was mm-hmm. making his entrance, you know, again, because uh, the video package that aired before the match, just showing the, the personal nature to, of the rivalry that they've been telling on SmackDown. So, uh, again, man, good, good, good fucking match. Uh, you know, they, they played on some story beats that they did on the earlier matches that they've had. And even though, you know, I kind of knew Samoa Joe's going to lose, you know, and because AJ's just been having a dominant run, you know, the video game just came out. He's a cover superstar. Just, you know, I just weren't expecting them to give Joe the rub just yet. Um, mm-hmm. But I almost don't see any damage done to him here in the match. I mean, just and how physical he was and uh yeah. he, he got a lot of good offense and uh the way they just told the story with him catching the uh the knee injury causing him to submit towards the end of the match i, I thought it was just a great story told so what do you think yeah th- those two are great in the ring together and like the chemistry is good and their storytelling ability is great like they, they were able to tell this whole story just 
all through the physicality and, and, and what they chose to do in the ring, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, like you, I love the brawl on the outside. I mean, this is a no DQ match, so yep. it should, it should be immediately physical. It should be immediately aggressive that they're going at each other, um, before they even get into the ring. And then, and I, I, I never really seen kind of the way I, I like the way that they ended the match, like that they, they, they kind of went about the injury route that way. Like I've never really seen that kind of, uh, like the the uh, well, what kind of a slam was it? I can't think of what kind of slam it is. All of a sudden, he kind of like, he um, put him he put him through the table. I don't know if it, he had him like on the shoulders or something like that, and he kind of slammed him through. Yeah, uh, so it's kind of like to put like he twisted it kind of on like at an angle basically, and then yeah. so, mm-hmm. so it like it like took out Joe's D, and then like I was I was legit nervous. Like when, when it's like oh my god, it hurt. I, I felt the pop. Pop. He was like it popped. Yeah, it I popped. was like oh, gosh, <laughs> he's gonna get injured like during this like big push that he's got, and then obviously it's all. It's all kayfabe, and it's all—it was all part of it. And I'm like, oh man, good job! Like once, the, once they kept going with it, and then like, if he, if he was legit injured, they would they would have called it then. But exactly. the fact that it was, they 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 played the story that even despite being injured, Joe still persevered through for another mm-hmm. a good four or five minutes after yep. that, in a very physical in a physical way. Mm-hmm. Like I think that protects him. It does make him seem like this legit badass. I just feel bad. Like I don't. I don't know where they're going to go with this now. Like I want this, I want this feud to keep going, but, but as you'll see in like in a later match, the feud's going to be Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Now, like what are they going to do with Joe? He deserves yeah. to keep going with this. And, and those two particularly need to keep going. Cause they were awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think this is going to be the end of it though. You know, being their third matchup, um, you know, Joe, <clears throat> You know, getting that kind of, you know, the way he got pinned at Hell in the Cell, you know, and you actually saw that AJ tapped out before the three count. So he kind of got screwed there. Um, and AJ won at SummerSlam. Well, actually, you know, it was a DQ at SummerSlam. You know, so it was just a good, nice, you know, feud that they continued, you know, throughout a couple of months. And culminating here, uh, you know, if Joe lost, it's like, you know, they usually, as they usually say, if you're challenging and you lose, it's like you, you back to the line, you go, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. have to go back to the line. Uh, so, you know, but again, they just, they did tell just the strong story of making them like, I agree, you know, they made him look like a badass because even suffering through the, the knee injury and continuing on for a few more minutes before AJ was able to make him tap out. And, and it was kind of cool. He just reversed the, the coquina clutch into the calf crusher. The way like they kind of did that little sequence was pretty dope. Yeah, um, actually, I like that most of the time that, that AJ kept trying to like to lock in the calf crusher. Joe kept reversing it to to the coquina clutch. Like he, again, he's he's a Samoan submission machine. That that used to be everything he did was that he can whip a, a submission out of anywhere. Yeah, um, and I like 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 BJ Penn back in the day in UFC. Like he used to be able to pull a submission out of his ass and then all of a sudden win. Like that was the one of the, the allures of watching Joe because you never knew how it was going to end. Mm-hmm. And I like that they that they kind of we're calling that back every time AJ would try. Like Joe would be like, he's better at it. So like he would he would slap that coquina clutch on and and it would almost win again. Like I, I thought that was real cool. Yeah, yeah. So I think you know AJ getting the the tap out win here. It's gonna just put the this feud to bed for now, in my opinion. So again, because of that, um, this is a match that elevates the show to a little bit more than a house show. Like in my opinion, just because uh. Um, of the storyline that was playing out here. So AJ gets the win. I think AJ, I think Samoa Joe is going to take a backseat out of the title picture for now because I think they're setting him up 
uh you know they set him up in a match uh to you know in this tournament for crown jewel and and following up what happened to him on smackdown they were still playing up the leg injury i think uh, i thought that was really cool too like to, to kind of keep that continuity going yeah i like that i thought that was again assuming he's not actually injured um yeah i thought, I don't, I thought I don't, that was real cool that they that they kept that going I don't think he is because I don't think they would even like let him get in the ring like if he was, um, you know, what I'm saying. So I think it's just a way to kind of put, keep protecting him because I think they they uh, had Jeff Hardy move forward. Right. Because Joe couldn't. Yeah, who is le- who's legitimately injured. In like, <laughs> so I don't get it. I don't know why he keeps getting put into more and more matches. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that they don't drop joe too far down the ladder and um and that they keep him in, in a strong and prominent position yeah. what i what now that I, I just thought about it what i'd like to have him do or what i'd like to have them do is set him up for the in, in a feud for the u.s title against nakamura i think they would be great together mm, yes, Those yes. Would be, that would be a great feud i think yeah, and they had a good series of matches uh, for the NXT Championship. You know, yeah. they were both down there, so definitely it, it's a good matchup. Um, it's just, you know, will they push Joe as a babyface because Nakamura is still kind of like in the heel role? So I, I, you know, it could be heel versus heel, just because I know the matches those guys will produce are going to be excellent. So yeah, those will be great. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even mind seeing that. So. All right, so AJ retains, and he uh, trucks along as WWE champion. He's coming up on a year. I think he's going to pass that year mark, and and who knows how much longer he keeps it. But a pretty dope run for AJ Styles. Yeah, good for him, man. I'm 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 so I'm so glad. I'm so happy for him because, like I said before in, the, in these recordings, I'm a huge AJ Styles mark. So yep. I'm I'm pumped that he's doing so well. I was nervous that because he's his ability is huge, but his mic skills weren't great. But mm-hmm. he, he worked on his mic skills. He, he was cutting good promos. Again, not the best, but good promos. And then you add to that to his amazing ability in the ring and his ability to kind of like do things WWE style and kind of transition over that way from mm-hmm. like when he was in when it was X Division, when it was Ring of Honor, like his style is very different. And WWE style itself is very different because you got to keep doing the same moves that everybody wants to see your greatest hits moves and all that kind of stuff. You got to be able to do that and still tell the story. Yep. And he's, he's, he's been able to do that really, really well. Yep. Yep. He's adapted. You know, that's why he's the phenomenal one. Exactly. Good for him. Word <laughs> <laughs> up. All right. The next match up another uh, tag team match, a six woman tag team match, Ronda Rousey teaming up with the Bella twins, Nikki and Bree versus uh, the riot squad. So, this is a few that's been building up on Raw. So again, you know, storyline um, stuff still continuing out here. Uh, just uh, considering what happened Monday, I'm not sure. I think in the beginning of the match, they kind of looked like Nikki and, and Ronda kind of had like a little like exchange. I don't know if you noticed it. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think you just kind of, it was like if you blinked, you missed it type thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, nice, cool match against the Riot Squad. They got in a pretty decent amount of offense um, against the, the baby faces. And uh, Liv was cleared to wrestle, thankfully, after that concussion scare that she had from like about a week and a half ago or two weeks yeah, ago. Man. <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, good for her for uh, being able to make the trip and get in on the match. So, you know, again, um, you know, that they're reintroducing the Bellas. I don't think they've been having really good matches since their return. I think they they got to 
kind of reacclimate um, after being away for so long. Rousey has been killing it, as we've discussed on past shows. Uh, I think this was a pretty good showcase for her. Um, I like that she's selling for the for the other girls, and she's not coming through as like a like a total Brock Lesnar just running through everybody. Like it, it, it's actually looking like some of these other girls could have a chance of beating her. Um, you know, which is always good uh, when when you're able to sell because uh, you know when the baby face makes the comeback after a real nice sell job, I think it's the icing on the cake when they eventually get the victory. And uh, and they made Ronda look very strong here, right? And she locked two of these girls for a, a like a double tap out. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like she it, like like you said, it, she's she's it's they make it seem more realistic and that and that she sells really well. And so she she takes a couple she takes some bumps. But like they've done an amazing job, um, kind of keeping her protected and looking mm-hmm. like a badass, but mm-hmm. not, but but making it fairly realistic and 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 like it's it's not totally, like, it's not totally out of left field that like they're obviously they're just pushing her so so make her dominate everything like she 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 takes bumps well because because she's she's getting she's getting all this offense done on her and all that but mm-hmm. in the end she she she's the one who who comes out in the end which i think is a cool story that they keep telling with her but i don't know where they're gonna go like i don't know who they're gonna have lined up to beat her like i have no idea because she is basically showing that she can dominate everybody yeah yeah and, and like no one has the skills like, like i i thought that like after this maybe they're gonna have ruby riot do it um, because, because mm-hmm. in this case, she did like the both Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan were were they were gonna they were double teaming her and we're gonna give her the double suplex, which she then reversed to a double judo throw and then mm-hmm. a double armbar, which is <laughs> ridiculous. Of course, it would never work again in real life. But yeah. it, it was a great spot. I've never seen that spot before. Nope. And and I guess you need someone who legitimately is able to do these things in real life to, to mm-hmm. be able to make that move even look realistic and, and work. And it helps that you have two good workers in, 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 in the riot squad. Well, three good workers in the riot squad, but the two that, that took those moves, like they, they, they did it well. And like it, it made Rhonda look awesome uh, in, mm-hmm. in this match, particularly why the hell she's paired up with the Bellas. I have no idea. Cause like, I, other than since they're not as good as her, like to, to make Rhonda look even better by pairing mm-hmm. her with the Bella twins, maybe I, I don't really know. But like it, it made their skills look that much worse. Though I guess like Rhonda was just she purely was the the hot tag in this case, just like Cena. Like she just exactly. she exactly. didn't do anything the entire match except for the hot tag, hot tag. where she where she ran over everybody, which is which is cool. And and a great way to keep her as like this 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 dominating force, but like like I said, I don't know wh- where they're gonna go with her. Other than the fact that she's gonna have this forever run, like they've got to have someone come up to beat her. But I don't know who it is. Like, and they can't have Shayna Baszler do it because they obviously went to the four horsewomen thing. So yeah, like mm-hmm. that's her girl. So you'd think it would be her since she's like the the most it, the the most obvious one. Mm-hmm. Um. Though I guess it's got to be Ruby Riot. It's the only other one that I can think of on Raw that that even is even close to it. Um, it's got to be her because mm. she's beaten. She's beaten. Uh, what's her name? Oh, I can't think of her name now. Alexa uh, Bliss. Yeah, she, she's basically beaten everybody on Alexa the roster. Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax. Yeah, the only ones they haven't paired her up yet with is uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks. So I could see maybe them I doing it with Sasha. Sasha. Yeah. You know? 
and when like, she comes back from injury, whatever the injury is. Yep, and um, and Bailey, I think, um, you know, even though she's not getting a strong push right now, uh, she's you know sometimes been able to pull out big wins on Raw, like uh, you know, in her stint on the main roster. So like, she's possibly another one that just could just kind of like sneak it out, you know what I'm saying? But uh, but uh, if anything, if they're just gonna keep Ronda looking strong. Um, I could see Sasha being the one on Raw uh, to kind of just kind of get one on her. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like you have to have Ronda like lose, like you know, instead of keeping her like undefeated. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's the plan and if they plan on doing that. Like, you know, even if it's in a tag match or something, like it doesn't have to be like for the title to yeah. lose the title or anything. But um, yeah, but I, I think, think uh, got to take uh, a loss somewhere. Yeah, it, just to make her look just a slightly more vulnerable, um, you know what I'm saying, so that, you know, when she does this whole comeback thing, you know, so just so you could think, like, oh, she can lose. And it's yeah, not, exactly. And it's not a foregone conclusion that she's always going to get the victory. So Yeah, if she's got the invincibility star always, like, it doesn't do any good. It means nothing when she's just going to win. Like, she, she's, exactly. she, there's got to be some some risk of, of, of a potential loss, which makes that win that much more impressive and more fun. Exactly. Exactly. So pretty good match, man. It's uh, I thought they did pretty decent here, and it was nice to see what they did on the follow up, uh, with the Bellas turning heel on Raw and uh, yeah. beating up Rousey and leaving her laying in the ring. So obviously that's gonna set up a title match, I guess, between uh Nikki and her at Evolution. Is that what yeah, you're gonna do? I, I, I believe that I think it is those two that are that are paired up together, which is it'll be interesting because we haven't really seen Ronda in really long full like like full length matches like she's done matches on her own as a as a, as a singles competitor uh, against Nia Jax and things like that and it's been it's been fine but she's also been paired up with like in those longer matches where mm -hmm. she's the, the, the feature she's been paired with with people who can probably call the shots well or she's been with people who are who are good wrestlers having her against Nikki Bella while better than Brie Bella like I'm somewhat nervous because Nikki is not that great a wrestler. I'm, I'm worried that that might expose the both of them. I'm, I'm not really sure. Either it's going to be a real quick match or mm -hmm. I'm nervous to see how it goes. But hopefully yeah. it goes well. I, I have all the confidence in in Ronda at this point, and I have all the confidence WWE really wants to keep that push going. So hopefully it'll go well. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that actual match turns out at the pay-per-view. So that's going to be coming up in a few weeks. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll cover that one as well. Uh, all right, so just trucking along. The next one up was, uh, again, in my opinion, this was one of the better matches on this card. Uh, and again, one that had actual ramifications for what's going on in the weekly show. So this one was for the Cruiserweight Championship. The champion, Cedric Alexander, again, defending against the hometown boy, Buddy Murphy. And, uh, you know, they gave these guys, you know, if they would have given them a few more minutes, I thought it would have been great. Uh, but decent amount of time, actually, to give the crews away. I think these guys went just a little bit over 10 minutes. And uh, they packed a lot of... Uh, a lot of moves and a lot of storytelling into the time that they had. Uh, yeah. Lots great of nice, match. yeah, dude, like lots of nice high spots um, between both these guys. You know, Cedric, 
you know, looked good. He's been a dominant champion that, you know, they were playing up the fact that, uh, you know, he hasn't had a loss in 2018. Um, and I actually, they were saying for about a year cause he actually was getting pushed, um, you know, towards the latter half of 2017. So, you know, for the last year culminating with his title win at WrestleMania, he's just been on a roll. So, uh, dope ass match between these two. And, uh, they gave the hometown boy to win, man. He wins the cruiserweight title first title was, for him i was surprised again like i thought for sure with the iconics winning that they weren't gonna that that, that meant oh and that means buddy murphy's gonna lose but mm -hmm. i'm so glad that he won because he's really good and i like he's been he's been part of that change in 205 live like he like they they, they had kind of a, a a very distinct switch to, to kind of do what they can to get everyone to to start watching that show so mm -hmm. and, and he was part of that kind of revolution to it and like he's he's been a great character he's a great great wrestler and uh this was just a, a really really good match overall this is this is probably my favorite match on the card and it was one of those that it's it's it was like an indie show or, or it was mm -hmm. like all in like where, where they have like okay we're, just, we're i'm here to try to steal the show let's, mm -hmm. let, let's, let's do the best we can it was good to showcase both of them it showcases 205 Live. Yep. Like I thought it was great. Like both Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy are both really, really good. So I'm pretty pumped that this match went over as well as it did. And it, like it, it's it, like it's it, very well deserving for, for for Buddy Murphy. Very glad that in, in his actual hometown, not even just like home country, like his yeah. legit hometown boy, which I thought was really, really cool. Yeah, it definitely like the the crowd reaction and this one definitely helped. I, I love that they kind of put it so late in the card, making it seem like a kind of like a bigger deal. You know, like usually yeah. you know the cruiserweight championship gets no love on these pay per views. It's, it's usually in the pre show. Pre show, along. yeah. The new, a new day match is in the pre show also. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, nice to see them guys get a prominent spot here, and they gave them a little bit of time. There uh, were so many great spots, like all these moves that I can't even I can't even recount yeah. all of them. But yeah, like, there's like, that standing Spanish fly. Yeah. And there was a, there was a, I think Buddy Murphy. I was, I don't even know who hit the move. I, I'm not sure if it was Cedric that he hit the Michinoku driver off. Like yeah, the, the Alexander did it. He, yep. he he did it to Buddy Murphy. Like that was that was nuts. Yeah, and uh, and like he, stuff. Buddy Murphy did like that like somersault plancha like over the top rope like over onto the floor and he like cleared like the entire floor yeah. like ended up on the ramp like somebody like <laughs> flew across the whole the whole stadium basically and then his his finisher i can't think of what the name of it is called but like that's a pretty badass finisher too it's it's somewhat reminiscent of of uh of ronda's move but like it where it's like it's almost like a fireman's carry and then kind of a like a in a judo throw like like it's it's i don't even really there's enough going on with it that if I think too hard, I could probably get it, but I can't quite figure out all the the, the moving pieces to it. It's it's yeah. like the, the Canadian destroyer. Like, okay, there's gotta you, you gotta do this, and it's mostly the the opponent does the backflip. Like, it's just I'd rather just enjoy it. Like, that's a cool move, <laughs> and I'll just leave yeah. it at that. <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of like a pump handle yeah, into yeah, like yeah. into like a driver slam, and yeah. I love, and I love the way he like goes into the pin like just out of it, you know, like it's it's really really good looking move, very yeah, impactful. Really cool. Like that that move looks great, and Cedric Alexander's like that uh, the the lumbar track is a great looking oh, move too. Yep. Mm -hmm. So like this, the, everything about this match, this is the exactly like my style of match that I love, and so I'm glad that it was really really good. And I I don't know how many people have. Uh, have like kicked out of the lumbar check before like but that, that that was like 
I thought, okay, Lombard check. That's it. He, he that Cedric wins. But when he kicked out, I was like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? This is crazy. He actually kicked out. Yeah, yep. And you saw Alexander sell it with the shock look. He was like, what? Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? He almost didn't recover um, after that. So that's one of those moves that's been protected for a long time. Like like yeah. I don't I don't know if anyone else has actually kicked out of it. Like so that's a it's a big deal that that Buddy Murphy was able to do it. Like that's that's really cool. Yep. Yep. So again, you know, he wins the title here, you know, the fans erupted and they were into the match, like the whole match. So again, that always elevates the match. I feel like when you're watching it on a broadcast, um, you know, these guys are both excellent in the ring. Um, I agree. Like, you know, with Buddy Murphy, like since moving to 205 Live, you know, completely like reinvented himself, you know, compared to what we saw you know, with him in NXT. You know, he was floundering there after, you know, losing the tag titles with the with um, Wesley Blake was his tag team partner there they didn't really do much with them um you know for a long time so moving him to 205 live it kind of rejuvenated him like you said you know they were moving 205 live in a new direction and uh this match was a showcase of that i, I hope it draws more eyes to that show and that brand yeah, and, and i think the move to wednesday nights is a good one because now you know they're doing what like what i kind of suggested i think on one of these past shows like tape it before SmackDown, that way you get a, a energized crowd, a full mm -hmm. crowd, and and they could enjoy what what they're doing more. Because uh, you know, after they see all the top stars of SmackDown, they're they're not going to care about these guys after yeah, seeing exactly. SmackDown, you know, and so. I think it, it it basically having it on the same same line as NXT. I think that's that makes so much more sense from like the fans who are going to want to watch this kind of action mm -hmm. are the fans who are going to watch NXT for that kind of action. Like it's, this makes much more sense lineup wise than, than going through it. Like you said, all, all SmackDown. And then, and then after that is showing the, the cruiserweights like this, this is, is a much better decision, I think. Yep. Yep. So, so congrats to Buddy Murphy winning his first title on the main roster. So he's yeah. current and that's, that's that's Alexa Bliss's fiance, right? Like, so they're like this huge like power couple within the the WWE, which I think is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty nice. So, uh, I think the next one up was a six man tag: The Shield versus Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre. Another one um, that's been playing off the storylines going on on Raw. Uh, I thought this was a pretty good match, and I loved that they were kind of still teasing the uh, the will he or will he not with Dean Ambrose, you know, if he's going to yeah. turn on the shield. Um, they actually had a cool spot, like, in the match where they were teasing if it was going to happen. I think Roman <laughs> accidentally hit Dean with a Superman punch, and, you know, they had a spot where Seth and Roman were in the ring. And they were being surrounded by the heels, and and then you saw Ambrose get up on the apron too. So I was like, uh oh, is he joining the heels? Is he joining the heels? And uh, he wound up getting back in the ring and and joining his brothers and and clearing out uh, the heels and stuff like that. So I thought they they told a good story here. Um, you know, what I'm saying they gave the match again a little bit of time. You know, it was very chaotic, a lot of a lot of shit yeah. going on. <laughs> um, you know, Rollins was the the baby face taking the beat down. You know, uh, in most of the match here, and uh, I love the ending, man. The way they the way they ended it with all the the shit going on at ringside. I think like you know, Strowman was taking out Roman, 
and um and he i think he took out seth and then he was about to like wipe out ambrose and freaking roman reigns comes out of nowhere and like spears him like through the barricade and then uh yeah he gives he like <laughs> like uh like it just that, that barricade spot is a is, is a is a pretty popular spot now nowadays but yeah. it still looked pretty cool in this case yeah just because it was like the way roman came out of nowhere from the yeah, camera yeah. angle that they were showing exactly. so it was just like oh shit and then um you know, Seth wound up taking out McIntyre, you know, which allowed Dean to hit the the dirty deeds on Dolph Ziggler for the one, two, three. And uh, uh, and he definitively like went out and, you know, picked up, you know, Reigns from the outside because he was about to catch it, you know, from Strowman. And, you know, Reigns kind of sacrificed himself for him in the match. So, you know, just kind of those little story beats that if you're paying attention, you kind of see and you're wondering if, it, you know, it's still going to play out. Like you're still wondering, is Ambrose still going to turn? Is still going to turn? But um. But the shield still united here in end of victory. It's the brotherhood. Yeah, I, I I like this match in general. Um, it was um, like I, there were so many really cool things about this match. That I, I love the way the, the the chaos of the ending, like you said, all that stuff that went through was really cool. And because I didn't know what to expect, really, you didn't know how it was going to play out. And um, like Braun was going through and giving everybody the pounce basically outside, <laughs> yeah. and, and then so you you expect him to do it again for the for uh, up against uh against ambrose like you said I, I think it was and then out of nowhere comes the spear really cool i yeah. like that and then um i, I love that whole bit where they were all surrounding um roman and seth in the ring i thought that was yeah. really cool that whole will he won't he thing mm -hmm. um i like the beginning of this match when when all the members of the shield came out of like different spots in the crowd and they had their like there's like sub zero masks on. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, looked, that, that looked awesome too. Like all, all those little things look cool. The only thing I didn't like, I, I thought it was very like first the, the heels were all isolating. They were all, all isolating Seth forever. And then they were isolating Dean forever. And then, mm. and then Roman, like I would have liked more of like the ending of this match, more spread out throughout the, the match, as opposed to having it all again, just, Everyone's beating up on Seth, so he can make the hot tag to Dean, and then yeah. and then then the the heels come around, and then they they're beating up Dean, and then he can make the hot tag to Roman. Like <laughs> it was very formulaic in that case, and I think these guys can all the six of them can put on a much better, a more kind of evenly matched match. It didn't have to be always the the poor baby faces are getting beaten down the whole time. And then look at the comeback they make. It, it didn't have to be that. Like yeah. the Shield have, have established themselves as being legitimate badasses themselves that they could have had a more even match throughout that that was my only my only preference would have been that but still an entertaining the the, the ending was chaotic enough that it was still very entertaining yep yep and um you know they could shield got the win here but i don't think this feud's gonna go away like i think they're gonna nah, be i don't think it will yeah. i hope it doesn't because I, I think this is this is good this is this has been a good way to get the shield over a good way to get the uh the dogs of war over <laughs> and stuff <laughs> like that i think it's cool yeah exactly and and again like i we touched on it i think on the last show raw is kind of lacking like in the heel department as far as like top heels so like who else is gonna who else is there to challenge the shield besides yeah. these guys so they gotta kind of keep this going and uh of course you know Strowman is gonna be in that triple threat match coming up at crown jewel next month uh, with brock lesnar and roman uh roman reigns for the universal title so uh so yeah of course uh we'll be seeing more of these guys on monday night raw so <laughs> what's, yeah what's the funny thing is that uh someone pointed it out to me uh 
and and now I can't unsee it. But it's funny how uh, uh, anytime that uh, that Braun Strowman wrestles, his nipple always pops out of his singlet. <laughs> now I, I, I can't unsee it now. Every time I see it, I'm like, there it is. <laughs> it's true. It always comes out of his shirt. I've never noticed that, but now I'm going to watch this match and, and see it. And yep. you'll, you'll never unsee it. You'll see it every match. And and you'll you'll it'll you it'll be like a beacon on his on his nipple popping. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh man! All right. So next match up. Uh, this one was actually surprising. Uh, it wasn't exactly what I expected. Daniel Bryan uh, going one on one once again with the Miz. Uh, again, this feud continuing from SummerSlam, and. Uh, you know, definitely wasn't what I expected, and you could tell the crowd was shocked too because they were shocked into silence. So, uh, you know, the winner uh, of this match, there were actually some stakes on the line because the winner was going to receive a WWE championship opportunity. So, uh, definitely some incentive uh, for these guys to kind of go at it and win the match. And, uh, you know what, the Miz kind of started off strong with some offense. Uh, he looked like, you know, he was going to hit a, a quick skull crushing finale in the beginning of the match and brian just kind of reversed it into a small package out of nowhere and got the one two three like yeah. literally in about two and a half minutes um completely shocking you know i thought these guys would have went you know 10 15 minutes at least so uh <laughs> you know brian wins the match you know surprisingly in two and a half minutes and uh he's the number one contender for the wwe title what do yeah. you think not at all what i expected i'm cool with the win because i think that brian needed the win but from a from a story uh, from an ongoing storyline perspective, I would have been cool if Miz won. I I did mm -hmm. not think it was going to happen like this though. That I, I didn't think it was going to be, be such a short match. It makes me wonder if like other people went long, or if like if one of them was is wrestling injured or whatever. I'm not really sure. Like maybe because Daniel Bryan actually connected his flying headbutt on, on SmackDown like a couple days before. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if maybe that was part of it or what, like I, I have no idea, but um, it was super fast. And, uh, and now he's got a, a title shot against AJ. Yep. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. And I think uh, I was actually going to say, I did read something like that. Um, I didn't, actually catch that initially but yeah he actually in his match with shelton benjamin uh last week on smackdown he did connect with his flying headbutt and um you know you know brian of course got his history of concussions um i don't think he was concussed because i don't think they would have you know let him go here he passed all his they're testing yeah, him after every match he passed. Safe, maybe yeah you know he passed all his protocols and, and whatnot so he probably just you know they connected probably didn't get concussed but of course that's still gonna sting you know when you bang heads with somebody yeah exactly and there so, was it was legit like the flying headbutt connected with his head like sheldon benjamin's head like it's that was nuts like i don't know why he's still doing that move at all exactly like, should, I, I don't need to see that anymore that's a move that should be put to bed considering you know everything that he's gone through like you know what i'm saying like they shouldn't even like or you know that should be i feel like if he's gonna do that that should be the rick flair going up to the top rope and getting thrown over spot like brian should always miss that move so yeah. he's just basically taking a frump up and there's no chance of him you know connecting with the opponent yeah so you know so he won the match he's a uh, number one contender against aj and of course you know those guys gonna have a killer matchup you know yeah, so i'm looking forward to that match like it like I, I I'm definitely glad that that this is 
the next feud seemingly this is like i think aj and, and dan and brian can be great together so mm-hmm. so i'm cool with this yep 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 okay so the, that was a quickie and uh leading up to the main event of the evening and it was billed as last time ever one-on-one undertaker versus triple h so uh this match was interesting so you know <laughs> undertaker is uh is you know of course not in the prime of his career triple h you know could still go but of course he's in the twilight you know he's basically only wrestling you know at events like this special like occasions um you know this is almost something out of a monday night raw from 1997 you know yeah. uh undertaker <laughs> he had kane in his corner you know triple h had Shawn michaels there were you know shenanigans in the match um you know as the ring announcer was announcing the competitors she announced the match as no disqualification which it wasn't really advertised as that that was kind of thrown in last minute and in my opinion they kind of did that to kind of cover for you know the shortcoming of the competitors now so late like in their career um you know not that they can't go but um you know they're obviously limited and and can't go like they used to so i think the you know the the use of the outside stuff with the table spot and uh and the chair spots and stuff like that it was just um you know of course just to cover up uh some of the shortcomings as far as yeah. the technical aspects in the it's, ring is more that they can do it and, and keep that match kind of going which i think i thought was actually pretty smart and I don't know if you noticed, but I didn't notice it at when I watched it the, the first time. But I, but I saw it later pointed out, is that like the storyline that they go with this is that it's a no DQ match, and where clearly that was all Triple H, his that was his idea yeah. because the Undertaker just like rolls his eyes like, of course you made it. <laughs> like, it was really cool, like yeah. a, a very very subtle. But I'm like, nice, I like that. <laughs> it's a, a cool yeah. way to keep that story going. Yep. Yep. And, you know, these guys have had a rivalry over 20 years, you know, Undertaker, you know, been very dominant, uh, you know, I'm sure getting most of those wins, you know, against Triple H, you know, and I'm not even sure if Triple H has even ever beaten Undertaker one on one. Um, so, you know, Triple H got his win here, you know, again, a lot of shenanigans, you know, Kane was almost kind of useless. He was just kind of there. The only reason he seemed like to be there was for that table spot. Yeah. Um, so yeah. someone could go to the table and it wasn't undertaken <laughs> exactly and uh you know poor Shawn michaels you know with the baldy now and the headband <laughs> uh you know like and how they're following this up i kind of almost knew that there was going to be something towards the end because there was already rumors that a tag match was set up between these guys at crown jewel and that you know michaels is going to be coming out of retirement but you know of course you never know no until you you know see this stuff happen right um but uh it was kind of cool the way you know i think the match went a little bit too long i felt like they didn't need to go that long um you know there was a lot of stuff going on with the you know with the no dq stipulation you know with all the stuff going on on the outside um it probably could have been you know a little bit uh it could have been a little bit shorter and they didn't have to do as much crazy stuff like i i think the brawl outside to the to the crowd was kind of pointless because they were just kind of punch yeah. each other out there walking each other out there and then they walked each other like right back like yeah. you know since <laughs> it was pointless almost you know so but congrats to triple h you know what i'm saying politics or whatever aside you know in the in the match that was billed as the final match ever you know he, you know undertaker after you know a super kick and pedigree combo triple h gets the one two three finally on the undertaker so yeah i think it protected the undertaker because he like 
he the only way he lost was to go through like I think it was like he was hit with the sledgehammer and then he yeah. and then and then like the, uh, the I think two super kicks and then finally like the, he he had to go through a lot before they could yeah, beat him. Exactly. So it kind of keeps him protected. Um, I I was I didn't want to see like I the, the the nostalgic part of me thought it was cool mm-hmm. and the match itself was was way better than I thought it would be. I I thought it was gonna suck. Yes, and yeah. um, and it was it was kind of throwback to to like more attitude era stuff or even like ECW stuff. Like when they would brawl in the, in the crowd, like mm-hmm. it was, it wasn't just, it wasn't really, there weren't a lot of moves. Like you were saying, it was more just kind of beating each other up or trying to beat each other up. The only thing was that these guys are both old and undertaker, especially like he was breathing heavy that yeah. whole match. And I was yeah. like, Oh boy, I, I, I don't want to see him like that. Cause I, I like seeing him in his prime <laughs> and that's still how he is in my head. But like, he was he was mouth breathing hard the whole yeah. time. It's it's one of those like like you know in in any MMA match or whatever or even a boxing match they they spit out that mouth guard because they need to they need to suck that air in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all I could think of was like oh man this poor guy he must be getting paid so much money in order to do this because he shouldn't be doing this <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. And yeah, so so Kane was there to take the bump the table spot obviously mm-hmm. and to uh to set up the the DX versus Brothers of Destruction at uh, at Crown Jewel, so I so I get that, um, but like, I, there, there was there were so many things that like made me more nervous than than excited in this match, just mostly because like I felt bad seeing the Undertaker like that. Like yeah. I, I was more nervous that like he was gonna hurt himself, and I probably shouldn't be, but and I guess it also added an extra level of like. Uh, of, of drama to the match itself. To the match, exactly, exactly. Because you're looking at these guys like, man, like what's what's gonna happen? Like, what are these guys gonna do? Like, how far are they gonna go? Like, yeah, you know, and, uh, they went way farther than I than I thought they were going to. Honestly, this is a much longer match, like you were saying, and they did a lot more in it than than I than I expected for people who were like, even like and and like corporate America should be retired at this point. That's <laughs> wrestling, um, but uh, but like. Like it, it, it was it was surprisingly good. It was more like the little things. Like Shawn Michaels can still sell a bump, like you wouldn't believe, man. That guy yeah. still looks is great for that. He's surprisingly flexible in a pair of jeans to be able to do those yeah. super kicks to the <laughs> Undertaker. Um, and and that dude's arms are pretty. That, that guy's been working out hard. Like his arms are, are pretty are pretty ripped at this point. So he's getting ready for for Crown Jewel, obviously. Yeah, yeah, staying and, uh, in shape. I'm not really feeling that though. Like him, kind of, you know, coming out of retirement and oh, yeah, well, I don't like it. It's not my preferred yeah. either. I agree with you. Um, this is not my when I think of DX, I don't think of these. I don't think of those two, even though that's probably what I should think of. But like mm-hmm. when I got into DX, it was New Age Outlaws. It was X Pac. It was China. Like like that's yeah. that's more what I think of when I think of DX. The whole squad. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But like Shawn Michaels is still really good like surprisingly good and, and the few things that we've seen him in like he can he can he can still cut a pretty good promo he's still got the the gravelly gravitas voice and he can the things that he has done he's, he's he, he bumps really well and he uh and and he can still do that super kick so I'm, I'm curious to see what else he can do um yeah. i'm less worried about him for some reason um certainly less than than undertaker 
<laughs> well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, like they're more, I think they're kind of like the same age almost or not too far apart. But Undertaker just seems to have gone through like a lot more as far as like the injuries and such like yeah. that. You know, Michael's. Um, you know, he did have his back injury and was out for four years, but when he came back, like he didn't miss a step and he kind of still left when he was on the top of his game. Like he didn't yeah. know stay as welcome, you know? So I think he could definitely probably still go, you know, of course, even, especially in the taxi match where he doesn't have to carry the load, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that, that's very true. But like even the little things, like I, I love that, like when they were going down the entrance ramp, which is huge, very, a very long entrance ramp. Like mm-hmm. by the time Michaels finally got into the ring, like after like giving everyone their high five, he was like, I like, like mimicking, like he's out of breath. Yeah. yeah. So far. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. He and, always and, plays and like that. Mm-hmm. The Undertaker actually was out of breath by the time he got to the ring. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. He, he, it's true. He was breathing heavy, you know what I'm saying? Which again, you know, maybe they shouldn't have tried to do so much and, and take the match as long, but being the main event, I'm pretty sure they were just trying to give the fans their money's worth. And, yeah. um, and, and considering- I guess that's cool. Like yeah. it's one of those that like yeah I'm 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 out of breath I'm not in my prime but I'm I'm putting on this match I'm I'm leaving everything out on the table like that that's cool it's a it's a real cool mindset um that to to, to have on his end and like even because he doesn't need to come back sure he's making a ton of money but like even what but when he is there he's still putting on the best show that he can and and pushing himself as far as he can go that's really cool. Yep. Yep. So, you know, so, okay. Decent main event. And, uh, of course the feud's going to continue. We're going to get that tag team match coming up at crown jewel. Uh, so that's about a month away in very early November. That's going to be the next pay-per-view besides, uh, this evolution, the all female pay-per-view coming up in a few weeks. So, um, you know, we'll be covering those shows, uh, and we'll see how those turn out. But, uh, as far as this show overall, uh, again, you know, just due to some, you know, three or four of the matches on the card that I thought were pretty um, good and and did continue, you know, from storylines. Uh, you know, we got a new Cruiserweight champion. Uh, the Samoa Joe AJ match was really good. Um, you know, so I, I enjoyed it. The, you know, history making main event. I don't know if you want to put that in quotations, <laughs> but a pretty decent show. In my opinion, I'd, I'd give it three out of five stars. Yeah. Was- I think, it, I think it's a solid three, maybe three and a half to, mm-hmm. just because some of the, some the good stuff was really good. Um, and then like the other stuff was average. So, so maybe a three and a half, but it was, it was a, a month. It was a funner show than I expected. Uh, yeah. I'll definitely say that. And, um, some of it did seem to drag and it seemed to be a little bit kind of um, like templated, like the, the whole, the whole, like always going for the hot tag, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but, but in general, I still, I thought it was an entertaining, an entertaining, like the show overall. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm a wrestling fan. Man, so I never turned down getting like a, like an extra wrestling show, especially kind of like an event, like a special kind of like an event like this on the WWE network. It's almost like a, getting like a bonus show in a way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's pretty cool that again, we can, we can all assume it's a glorified house show. Same with uh crown jewel, all that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're working it into storylines and they're, they're, continuing the storylines through the shows even if there aren't like huge stakes through it for them for most of them the fact that it isn't just in a vacuum is pretty cool and then i think i i i appreciate the fact that they're doing that even though it may ultimately 
kind of like stall out some of the storylines, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. but I like that they're that they're putting the effort in to do that and kind of keep it all in continuity. That's pretty cool. Yep, yep, yep. And it kind of helps them p- kind of pad these things out and and make them maybe like a little bit longer, you know, so they could kind of carry them out to their normal, you know, regular pay per views that you're used to seeing, you know. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so all right, we'll wrap up with that. This was a WWE Super Show, so check it out. It's available on on demand on the WWE Network. If you have a network subscription, I'd recommend checking it out. It's always you know, good to check out some wrestling. And uh, of course, we'll be doing this again, you know, in about a month's time uh, for Evolution and WWE Crown Jewel in early November. So before we head out, Paul, why don't you just let the people out there listening know where they can find you on social media? Yeah, you can find me, Paul Chu, in the in the Facebook groups. Um, fairly active in the uh, the Realm of Collectors Facebook page. Um, check out realmofcollectors.com, where I am managing the blog in quotes. There hasn't been too much that has been uh, no, haven't been a lot of new entries lately. But we do have we have had a couple. I think we've had two in the past month and a half or so um, that have had some some interesting insight. Um, also check out building up to it, um, on YouTube on Fridays, a Lego podcast. If you're interested, it's also available in all your audio formats as well. Shortly thereafter. All right. All right. All right. Thanks for joining me tonight, man. As always, I look forward to these things. So I'll be seeing you real soon. And yeah. Good night. Later. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the wrestling talk between Paul and myself. I always do. I always look forward to him coming on and talking wrestling here with me on Verbally Challenged. And if any of you guys want to guest star here with me, if you guys want to have a conversation here with me on Verbally Challenged, you're more than welcome. Just hit me up on social media. You can find me all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, and the PlayStation Network, all at HarrikanBX. And you could also follow me on Instagram at diaz for fitness All right, check out Rema Collectors online. Check us out on Facebook as a group, Realm of Collectors, on Instagram at Realm of Collectors. And check out the Cool Table as well on Facebook. Check out a bunch of other great podcasts. All right, guys, that's the show for this week. Thank you for those listening. Thank you for the stream. Thank you for the download. I really, really appreciate it. We'll be back soon, real, real soon with the next episode, all right? So take care, stay safe, and peace out.